wish I could play. I'm telling you, boy, I'd be bad if I could play. I'm telling you. Woo! Y'all hear that band this morning? Sound like they ate a good breakfast. They know what time it is. The name of Jesus, lift it high, lift it high, lift it high. The name of Jesus, lift it high in this place. You sing the name of Jesus, lift it high, lift it high. The name of Jesus. Say, I hear the sound of an army arriving. 
Amen. I'm not going to preach on mothers just because it's Mother's Day. Amen. I'm not going to preach about baby Jesus just because it's Christmas. But what I am going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to, be, I'm going to be keen to the voice of the Spirit. Amen. So every now and then, the Holy Ghost will lead me to preach on the particular theme of the subject at the time. And there's nothing against anybody that preach on themes or anything like that. I'm just not a thematic preacher myself. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. But he gave me this word to share with you today, and I pray that it strengthen your life and prepare your life. I want you to just write it down. Let's teach on this subject. Pull it up on the screen. Amen. Teach on this subject, the power of his resurrection. Watch what it says. Amen. I want to talk about an intentional resurrection, a resurrection on purpose. Amen. Come on, say he got up on purpose. Amen. It wasn't an accident. Amen. Glory to God. It was an intentional resurrection. Amen. I now declare that there's a great it is on my life to teach the unsearchable riches of Christ and to cause all men to see it. I now draw from that grace and declare that that grace now will be active and, and operative in this place. I declare that every spirit, everything that would try to hinder you from receiving the word is now rendered powerless in the presence of this grace. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You believe that? Shout amen. 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 So let me start off just talking about it. Can I just jump in it? Can I? Amen. Glory. Thank you, all five of you that are still paying attention. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Let, let, let me just break this down. That Throughout the Bible, we have a variety of different stories or, or different biblical principles that are listed for kingdom application. The Bible is a kingdom book. Come on, say it's a kingdom book. It's actually a kingdom manual. You learn how to live in this kingdom. You learn who your daddy the king is. Amen. You learn your assignment in this kingdom and who is the enemy of the kingdom. Amen. These principles that I'm talking about in the Bible sometimes relate to us as stories, parables, and events. Amen. And they, don't make no mistake about it, though, just because we have stories, parables, and events. Don't make no mistake about it. The Bible is not a storybook. Glory to God. Amen. It's not just another book. It's the instruction manual for the citizens of this kingdom that is used to develop us in the will and the way of the king. We learn how to live and learn how to operate according to the way of the kingdom based on what we learn in the word. Amen. Somebody say amen. 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 Now, one of the things we must learn to do. Amen. Doc, we must learn to take the stories that we learn in the Bible, the, the parables that we get in the Bible, the principles that we get in the Bible. We must learn to take these principles and align ourselves with their truths until these stories, until these parables, until these events apply to our own lives in every way. All right, let me break it down. Let me tell you what it's saying. So, so Cheryl, this is what it's saying. It's saying that when I read about David facing Goliath, this is not just a story about a shepherd boy facing a giant. It was just a story until Cheryl read it. When Cheryl read it, it now became a story about the giant she faced in life. Oh, y'all get what I'm saying now? 
Amen. Glory to God. When I read about when I read about Moses in the Red Sea part, it's not just a story about a nation being delivered from bondage. Amen. When I read it, it now becomes a story that ministered to Johnny about stuff that was trying to keep me in bondage. Amen. Glory to God. Y'all ain't never been in bondage. Y'all ain't never been delivered. Amen. Oh, y'all been sleeping in the pool pit. Amen. Born in the baptism pool. Hey, let me go to this side of the church. Amen. I'm talking about people that had to be delivered from stuff and you didn't know how you was going to get out of it. Amen. And now what worked for a Red Sea with Moses now worked for Johnny and his issues. Somebody say amen. 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 Glory to God. It's not just about Joshua and the walls of Jericho. It's not just about a boy that has now gotten into leadership and there are walls that is keeping him from going into what God promised him anyway. No, when Tanya read it, it becomes a story that ministered to Tanya how things are trying to keep her from going into what God promised her. Come on, somebody say that's the word applied to me. Amen. Now, we know this to be true. We do this. We know this to be true. We know this to be true. We do this with Abraham and Moses. When we read about Abraham, we, we, we relate that to our life. When we read about Moses, we relate that to our life. We relate, we find relevance and we relate to stories that pertain to Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. But most believers struggle with identifying with Christ and taking what pertains to him and making that our, our reality. They struggle right there. That's where they miss it at, right there. They, 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 they relate to Abraham. Amen. And how he couldn't have a child and how God caused things that, that wouldn't be to birth in your life. And we'll relate to Joshua, how walls kept him out, but they fell flat and everything that's going to stop you from going forward. God going to cause the fall flat in your faith. We relate that to David and Goliath. Your giants ain't going to be able to stand you. God going to knock them out with one lick. Amen. But when it comes to Jesus, we push him off at a distance. And we say, but that was Jesus. Come on, can I teach this morning? Amen. No, no, don't stop relating when you get to Jesus. Amen. He is the one you identify with. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Now, we always read that scripture and said this here. He's the one that get my faith started, and he's going to want to keep my faith going. And that's true. He is. Amen. But then there's another side of that scripture that means this. He's the author and the finisher of my faith. My faith started and stopped with Jesus. Amen. I, I know, I know, I know there was a time in my walk when I would identify with the disciples. Amen. In the boat crying about the storm. Amen. When the scripture told me to identify with Jesus. Amen. He's my blueprint. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So now he used me to stop storms. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why? Because you identify with Christ. Amen. Glory to God. Now, now, now watch how this work. Amen. Philippians 3 and 10. This is what Paul said. Amen. Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the power of his resurrection. Listen to what he said. He said, I want to know him and I want to know how he got up. I don't want to just know why he got up. That's important. Why he got up is important. That's very important that we know why he died, why he was buried, and why he got up. Amen. Glory to God. Years ago, uh, Mama Bell, I preached a, a series of messages, what happened from the cross to the throne. Amen. Glory to God. And how it pertained to the believer. Amen. Glory to God. Why he got up is important. But Paul said, I just don't want to know that. I want to know how did he get up? How did somebody that was dead? I want to know him and the power of his resurrection. I want to know that same power that got him up. Why do you want to know that power, Paul? Because I want to know that just in case I got stuff that I need to get up in. In my own life. Jesus, can I teach you this morning? I'm not there yet. Amen. He said, I need to know how he got up so I can get familiar with that power. So I can provoke things to get up in my own life. Things don't just get up on because they got up. They don't just get up because it's a getting up day. Amen. I don't have one of them resurrection Sunday services showing where I can stand up and preach to you and say it's resurrection Sunday. God going to resurrect everything in your life. Things don't just get up on their own. Glory to God. I know I'm teaching and you ain't got to say amen. Glory to God. They don't just get up on their own. Amen. Amen. People be in marriages a long time and don't nothing change. People be on drugs a long time and don't nothing change. Amen. People walking away with lifestyles a long time and don't nothing change. People go through stuff a long time and don't nothing shift. Amen. Things don't just get up on their own. Glory to God. 
I said, things don't just get up on their own. Somebody say amen. Amen. I need to know this power that got him up. I need to know how to use this power to provoke things to rise in my life. You will go to church your whole life. Tote your Bible under your arm and things stay dead if you don't know how to provoke it to get up. Glory to God. Amen. Can I can I teach it? Amen. Things won't get up just because you go to church. I sing in the choir. Amen. You'll be in the choir with dead stuff. Amen. Glory to God. A whole zombie. Amen. Walking around here as an usher. Glory to God. Amen. Need things to rise in your life. Why? How can I get this same power that raised Christ from the dead to, to go to work in my life? I need things to turn around with my kids. I need things to turn around in my marriage. I need things to turn around with my health. I need things to turn around in my life. I need things to turn around in my household. I need things to turn around in my family. I need things to shift. I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of going through this. I'm tired of being in this grave. I'm ready for stuff to get up. Glory to God, I'm ready for. That's what he for right there, amen. Those of you that's visiting, amen, when it get good to me, I hit it. Amen. The devil ain't nothing but a clown. Amen. When they get good to him, I, I square off on him. Amen. Glory to God. I told you we were different. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I need stuff to get up in my life. Anybody going to be real here today? I don't have time in playing church, dressing cute, and having my earrings right, and hey, make sure my wig's straight. Amen. I ain't got time for all that. I need stuff to get up in my life. If I'm going to be walking around toting this Bible under my arm, talking about how good God is, I need to see stuff shifting. Amen. I'm walking around here talking about, hey, man, I need to know how to do it. And God is sitting there saying, boy, if you would just work the principles, it'll work in your life. If you will work it, it'll work for you. If you will work it, it'll work for you. I said, if you will work it, it'll work for you. If you will work it, it'll work for you. I'm telling you, if you will work it, it'll work for you. God is not a respecter of persons. Glory to God. He don't care that I'm a bishop and you just don't have a title. He don't care. If you will work it, it'll work. So write this down. Write this down. 27 minutes. I got, I got to go. We got some scriptures to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want you to fall out, shout, fall out and get lint in your hair. Oh, you don't get no lint this time. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. You fall out in here. You better make sure it's the Holy Ghost. Amen. This ain't the old church where the carpet was there and everything. Amen. Look down. You better make sure. Amen. Fall out and try to be seen if you want to. And don't, and don't nobody catch you fast enough. <laughs> let's write it down first one first one first point write it down write it down write it down take notes take notes we note taking church amen here's the first thing you need to know about an intentional resurrection his resurrection is to be embraced as my present reality take note on that it's not just his resurrection it's not it's not a it's not a historical event like 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 columbus day Amen. This ain't this ain't this ain't this ain't Columbus Day. Glory to God. You know when you like, well, on this day something happened. On this day the pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock, and no, this is not this is not this is not Thanksgiving. This is not an event where we remember something that happened a long time ago, but it has no effect right now. Somebody say Amen. Come on, read the point back to him and it reads. It's my reality. Amen. Turn to Galatians chapter 2. Turn there real quick. I got to walk through some scriptures to prove it to you. Amen. Glory to God. One of the things I began to do with my flip phone journey, amen, glory to God, I'm strengthening my mind and my ability. Uh, I, 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 I didn't feel like, amen, my memory was under, under attack, amen, with having a palm computer in my hand. Amen. That's a smartphone in case you didn't know it. Amen. Glory to God. And, and my memory was under attack. And it's not that I, I, I couldn't remember certain things. It, it was that, that I, couldn't, I couldn't commit things to memory and they stayed there for long periods of time. Amen. I get distracted easy. And my concentration was under attack. Amen. Glory to God. And, and I just didn't remember. Amen. How many of you felt like that before when you tried to read something? You just got to gotta read it five times and just, just, just to stay focused. Amen. Glory to God. Hey, your memory is under attack. So one of the things I began to do, amen, when I went on this, this, this flip phone journey, amen. Glory to God. 
Amen. Uh, the, one, one of the things I begin to do, <laughs> amen, I, I begin to commit to memory, amen. I'm learning the entire um, first chapter of Ephesians, amen. Glory to God. The whole first chapter, just all the scriptures, just committed all to memory. All the way from Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, amen, by the will of God to the saints and Ephesus, to the faithful in Christ. I can go all the way down. I can't do that. I ain't going to show you all that. But, but, I mean, I just, I just I, I committed to memory now, and I don't think I want to stop at chapter 1. Amen. Glory to God. How about if you have a mind that's so strong that you can remember entire books of the Bible? Now, now, now l- l- listen, I know we, 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 I'm just waiting on you to get to Galatians. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. And, and that's, that, that, that's good because I went to go see my son yesterday at work and he was just, oh boy, he had all kind of jokes about my, my flip phone. I pulled out my phone, my wife called, and we, I'm sitting down at his job, and we, we talking, and I said, hey, baby, and, and he said, Pop, what's that? <laughs> I said, yeah, man, I upgraded to a flip phone. And he said, oh, man. <laughs> and I said, man, yeah, you like you trapping. <laughs> and he was like, then what he said, he said, you got to answer the phone, but hey, look, man, I ain't doing it today. My, my son with me. I ain't doing it today. <laughs> if you caught that joke, then, I mean, you, you, you. <laughs> Amen. You in the right church then. <laughs> Galatians 2, verse 20. Galatians 2 and 20. You got it there? Amen. So we're going to learn. We're going to learn. Get, get your eyes on the word so we can remember this stuff. We need, it, we need the Holy Ghost to bring these things back to our memory so we can fight with it later on. Amen. Amen. Come on, say it's my present reality. Watch verse 20. Watch this here. Because when we think about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, this, we think wrong about it. Watch what it says in verse 20. You got it? Watch what it says. Read it loud. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Watch what it says. It says, I am crucified with Christ. Come on, shout with Christ. Shout it loud. With Christ. With Christ. I'm crucified not just by him, amen, with him. When it said, I am crucified with Christ, God has given us a mindset to embrace the cross of Jesus. Here's the mindset. I don't want you to just think he died for you, which he did. He did. But the mindset I want you to grow into is a mindset that when he died, you died too. Jesus, that's good. I am crucified Chronologically, chronologically correct, it would be Jesus died and then later on down the line, I gave my life to Christ and I died to that old way of life as well. We know that's chronologically correct. God is saying, listen, we're going to remove time out of the space and we're going to bring you that's way up there back here when Jesus died. And that when he died on the cross, whatever he died to, I died to. Whatever he hung on the cross for, I was hung on the cross for. Whatever he had going on, I died with him. I don't get to keep an old life and be with Christ. No, I got to Come on, say I'm dead to that. Hey, so when they call you and they want to get with you about something that you know you're dead to, you can say, no, nah, I don't do that no more. That man died with Christ. I'm crucified with Christ. Amen. Glory to God. When they text you and they trying to see what's going on. Amen. You just, you just, you just tell them, no, nah, I'm dead. I'm di- I died with Christ. I'm not doing that. Amen. Fellas, when she texts you and say, hey, big head. I'm not, no, just. <laughs> no, nah, baby, I'm good. I'm di- I died with Christ. I always talk about the women. I don't never talk about the men. Amen. Come on, turn to Romans 6. Romans 6. Romans 6. Amen. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and say, ladies, when he texts you, amen. <clears throat> mama used to say it this way. My mama used to say it this way. Where you been? Ain't nothing open this time of the night. We had the same mama. We had the same mama. I'm telling you. Amen. Amen. Ain't text me all day. Amen. Ain't text all day and I want to text in the middle of the night. Romans 6 and 4. Here we go. Come on, say I'm crucified with him. Now read verse 4 real loud with me. It reads, therefore we are buried. We are buried. We are buried by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk. Now it said I was crucified with him, and then I was buried. When did I get buried? When he got buried. 
Glory to God. His death on the cross was my death on the cross. His burial in the tomb was my burial in the tomb. I don't have a life outside of Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. I'm in Christ. Amen. Glory to God. I'm all in on this. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm so far in it. I, my body ain't caught up with it yet. My soul ain't caught up with it yet. I don't even know how to live it all out sometimes. Amen. But if I mess up, I get back up and get back, get back to it. Somebody say amen. amen. Thank you, all three of you that clapped on that part right there. Glory to God. Amen. So I'm with him. Turn to Colossians chapter 3. I'm, I'm crucified with him. I'm buried with him. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. You got it? Say, I got it. it. Watch verse 1. If you then be risen. Y'all there? If you then be risen with Christ. Amen. I got crucified with Christ. I got buried. And now I'm risen. Ooh, glory to God. Why do you think I was so excited this morning about Resurrection Sunday? Amen. I was over here saying this is the Sunday we got up, Jesus. Glory to God. When you got up, I got up with you. Hallelujah. I'm not just bound to the cycles and the symptoms and the systems of my family and flesh. Who you broke the hold on it. The resurrection of Jesus. Listen to me. The resurrection of Jesus disrupted things. Okay, let, let me break it down. Now, this, this is going to challenge your theology, but I'm, 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 I'm fine. It, it, it'll stand up on its own legs. When he died, nothing changed. Nothing changed when he died. Even though his blood was righteous, nothing changed. When he was buried, nothing changed. But when he got up, See, see, nothing changed when he died because people have died before. And, and nothing changed when he was buried because he wasn't the first one to be buried. But out of everybody that died and everybody that was buried, he got up with all power. So, so his getting up was the thing that validated his death and his burial. Oh, Jesus, that's good. When he got up, his death wasn't just another death no more. Glory to God. No, you can't treat me like another man died. You, when he was buried, you can't treat me like another man was buried. It was his resurrection that shook things up. Satan thought he was winning when he died. He, when he died, Satan said, oh, I got him now. I got Moses. I got Abraham. I got Joshua. I got Caleb. I got Hezekiah. I got Elijah and Elisha. I got, well, not Elijah. Amen. Glory to God. He was taking off. Amen. But he got all the rest of them. You see. Amen. And he said, I got all of them. And, he, and the old preacher said this way. And he laid there Friday and all Friday night. And he laid there Saturday and all Saturday night. But early. Well, I ain't got the voice for all that. I ain't got the voice. We got, somebody got stirred up. Somebody got stirred up. Kevin just walked out of nowhere just then. He think that's his cue. Amen. Glory to God. But here's the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making was when he died and when he was buried, amen, Satan thought he was winning. But he messed his head up when he got up. It's the resurrection that messed the enemy head up. He know your marriage is the way it is. Glory to God. That's good. Let that thing get up and watch it mess his head up. Let that thing shift in. Ooh, look, look at somebody and say, you might see me like this now. But I'm going to mess your head up when I shake back. <laughs> I'm going to mess your head up when I shake back. When God bring me out of this, amen. It's going to mess your head up. Amen. Because it's the resurrection that shifts stuff. It's the resurrection of it. It was his resurrection for us. His resurrection for us. Don't, don't look at me like that. You was all shouting on Good Friday talking about it was his death for you. You were saying it was his death for you. Amen. Come on, am I right? Who did he die for? He died for me. I ain't going to even say us right there. I'm saying me. I'm going to be personal with it right now. Who did he die for? 
me. He died for me. Then who was he buried for? And who did he get up for? Me. Me, Glory to God. It's not, I don't just take, I don't just embrace his death. Amen. I embrace the resurrection. I embrace it as my present reality. This ain't how it's going to be one day. Whatever condition he got up in, that's me right now. If he got up in victory, then I got victory right now. If he got up with strength, then I don't care how I feel. I got strength right now. If he got up with healing in his wings, then I don't care what the doctors say. I am healed. It ain't got, I ain't got to wait till it manifests. I ain't got to wait till the bank account agree. I don't have to wait until the marriage act like it. I don't have to wait until my kids line up. I don't have to wait until my body feel better. No, this is my present reality. Bishop, you run around here walking like don't nothing bother you. Amen. Glory to God. I'm so caught up in it. I'm consumed with it. Amen. It's my present reality. We, we, let's go right to the second point. See, see, write this down somewhere on the screen. Don't give me the second point yet. Don't give it to me yet. Write this down somewhere. His resurrection is to be modeled by me. Anybody in here did some modeling? Anybody? Amen. Glory to God. Come on. I'm going to use the lady right there. Come here, come here, LaFonda. Come here. You did some modeling? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Come on, come on up here. Right quick. Now, th- this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. I want you, I want you to stand right here. Now, now, you raise your hand for this. <laughs> she said, what? Like I made her come up here. Amen. What? No, you raise your hand. Come on. Pastor LaFonda, stand over there if you would. Stand over there. And this is what modeling would. Can, can I show you how, how modeling is? Amen. This is what it, now, this is your catwalk. Now, this is your chance. Amen. Glory to God. So you get to model right now. All right. So. Then what I want, then what I want you to do, I want you to go, this is what, now, now, now this is what I want you to go back and forth, all right? This is modeling right here. This is what they would do with modeling. Watch how that works. All right, go, go ahead, boom. The music is playing and everything, and they would say, this is what they would say. Watch what they would say. They would say, she's wearing Louis Vuitton. She's wearing, uh, she's wearing Gucci, or she's wearing, she's wearing, she's wearing, she's wearing. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Hold, whoa, 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 whoa. The model never wear their own stuff. The model never wear their own stuff. And the Bible says, watch this here. It's to be my present. I'm risen with him. I want you to model his resurrection. See, watch this. See, where go ahead and walk. This is how it should be when you walk into work. She's wearing healing that was paid for by Jesus. She's wearing salvation that came at the cost of his blood. Her mind is changed by the renewing of the word. Glory to God. She gets strength from the finished work of Jesus Christ. Come on, glory to God. Give God some praise. How find somebody. How find somebody and say, you better sweat your stuff. You better show his resurrection off. You better show it. You better model it. Hey, Jonathan, come up here, Jonathan. You look good. You look good. You look good, Jonathan. You got to be our male model up here. Amen. Glory to God. You look, you look good. You're chained and everything. Go ahead and just, just, just. That's how, that's how. Ah. Hey. All right, go, let go. Your wife looking at you like with hungry eyes. Come on. She's looking at you with hunger eyes. Amen. You better show it off. Show the world what it looked like for the resurrection to be real. Model his resurrection. Let it be your present reality. Put it on display. This is what it looked like when he got up. I'm the fruit of it. I'm not wearing my own. I'm wearing his resurrection. Jesus, that's good. Come on, write down this point. Ten minutes. How did I get ten minutes? How did I get? I don't know how. Write it down real quick, real quick. I don't know. Point number two. Pull it up for me. Amen. I don't know how we, how we, how we. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't have point number two. We don't have everything else cut out. Amen. Glory to God. Well, bless God. Write it down then. Amen. Here we go. 
my attitude. I'm going to show you how to get a, provoke a resurrection in your life. Here we go. My attitude about my crucifixion creates an atmosphere for my resurrection. Remember two things that have been my attitude about my crucifixion creates an atmosphere for my resurrection. Now, we're talking about things getting up in your life. Amen. My attitude about my crucifixion creates an atmosphere for my resurrection. Remember two things that we talked about in this series. We kept talking about attitudes and atmospheres. Attitudes create atmospheres. It's your attitude that create the atmosphere. It's your attitude that create the atmosphere. Amen. Me having the right attitude about what I'm going through create the atmosphere for things to get up. Matthew chapter 16. You want me to prove it? Those of you that are visiting, when I shout out, do you want me to prove it? You shout back to me. Prove it. Never let nobody teach you nothing they can't prove. Do you want me to prove it? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Matthew 16. Turn there real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. See, the atmosphere, the attitude creates the atmosphere. The attitude, the right attitude about the crucifixion is important in order to have an atmosphere for resurrection. I told you things don't just get up on their own. Jesus didn't just get up. It wasn't like Jesus died Friday. He laid there Friday and all Friday night, laid there Saturday and all Saturday night. And then early one Sunday morning, his eyes opened up and he decided to wake up. That ain't what happened. The Bible says in Romans chapter, uh, chapter 8, it says that, that, that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. He didn't just get up. He was raised. Oh, I like that right there. What oh, that got good to me just then. He was raised. He didn't just get up. He was raised by... That should say something to everybody that think they have something that's too bad that it can't get up. Okay, your situation can't get up, but can it be raised by the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah, glory to God. It can be raised by the Holy Ghost. So he didn't, he didn't just get up. And, and let me tell you this. I'm, 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 I'm going to give, give it to you in Scripture. He's going to protect his attitude about his crucifixion. He's gonna, Jesus is going to protect it. But Kev, if he don't have the right attitude about the crucifixion, he doesn't have the atmosphere that will handle a resurrection. I know what you're thinking, but this was Jesus. He didn't get up on his own. His attitude, if it wasn't right about the crucifixion, would have hindered the Holy Ghost from raising him. I'm, 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 I'm sure that if he'd have walked around and kept complaining about what was in the front, what was coming up, man, I got to die on this cross, bro. I'm telling you, real talk, man, for real, man. Man, I ain't even do nothing for these people, man. These people trifling and everything else, and here I am. I done did everything, and I got, no, you ain't getting up with that attitude. Look at somebody say, you ain't getting up with that attitude. It ain't changing with that attitude you got. It ain't changing if your attitude about it is going to be bad. Amen. Come, come, come watch what he said. Matthew 16. Matthew 16, verse 21. Verse 21. This is what it said. Verse 13 for, for, for Tiffany. Don't believe that I'll be over here memorizing scripture. Verse 13 started off and said, when they was in the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, and said, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said that some say that you are Jeremiah, Elijah, one of the prophets. Then he said, but who do you say that I am? And he said, you are the Christ. And Peter spoke up and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, blessed are thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto thee, but my father, which is in heaven. Glory to God. And I also say unto thee, don't it say that? Yeah, yeah it do. I know it do, Tiffany. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. That thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church in the gates of hell. Shall not pray. All right, now, now, now watch what it say right here in verse 20, 21. Verse 21, watch what it say. From that time forth, began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes. Watch this. He's going to suffer, be killed, and raised again on the third day. Come on, somebody say that's the order. Suffer, be killed, but going to shake back. Be raised again on the third day. That's the order. Come on, say that's the order. Watch what it say in verse 22. Then Peter took him. All of a sudden, Peter wanted to be the pastor. Peter grabbed and pulled him to the side and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, thus shall it be unto thee. In other words, he said, Man, ain't nothing gonna happen to you. Don't be sitting there talking about you're gonna suffer and then you're gonna die. 
And Jesus saying, watch this. Watch what he say after that. This is what he say. Watch what he say. And he turned and he said unto Peter, give thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. All right, I got to break this down to what happened. Okay, all right, Kev, can I use you? I mean, you say there, Kev, you're playing so well. Come on, Pastor Willie, let me use you for a second. Amen, glory to God. Amen, amen, glory to God. This is what happened. I want you to stand here. You'll be Peter. Amen. Glory to God. We'll let, we'll, we'll let Deacon Terrence say, man, come on, Deacon Terrence. You, 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 you'll, be, you, you, you'll be right there. This is, you just step up. Can you get through, brother? <laughs> just stand right there. Just stand right there for a second. He's going to be Satan. You're going to be Peter. Because we always read this scripture like this. Get thee behind me, Satan, like he was calling Peter Satan. That ain't what your Bible just said. You want me to prove it? Prove it. Jesus showed up and he says that. I am going to suffer, die, and be raised. Come on, say it again. That's the order. Peter spoke up and said, hold up, you're not going to do that suffering and dying part. And Jesus knew then the way you're thinking about suffering is going to hinder me from getting to the resurrection. Because I don't get to the raised part if I don't go through the first two first. So Peter stepped up and spoke to Jesus. Come on, turn around. Remember who he is. He's Satan. Peter came and said, you ain't going to die. And this is what Jesus said. Look at your Bible. This is what it says. He said, and Jesus said unto Peter. But there's something. No, no, no. He didn't say get thee behind me, Satan. That ain't what he said. He said get thee behind me and there's something after the word me. A comma, which this is what happened. He says, get thee behind me. He turned to Peter. And when Peter said that, he realized that ain't you. He said, get back behind me. Now, Satan. See, watch it. It's not Peter that he's addressing. He's telling Peter, you're safer back here behind me. Now, he ain't got to say much after Satan by Satan right there. That's why there's a colon behind that. There's some type of emphasis placed on that part right there. It's kind of like when a stray dog come in your yard. You know, when you're from the country, so you, you a stray dog come in your yard, you just stomp your foot at, get! Dog take off. So all he had to do was say, get back behind me. Satan! He gone. And then he says this to Peter. He turns back and he says, you savorous, you incubate, you keep in your mind the things of this world, the things of men. And it's an offense to me. It's a stumbling block. It's getting in the way of a resurrection. Your attitude was trying to get in me to hinder me from getting up. Here's the thing that's good. One minute. Oh, Jesus. Here's the thing that's good, Brother Dexter, about this part right here. Peter has a position with Christ. He's a disciple, a student. Come on, say you got a position. But just because he has a position don't mean he's in place. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. There are some people in your life that are hindering you from experiencing a resurrection in areas because although they have a position, you won't put them in their place. Come on now. Girl, if I was you, we're going to stop that right there. I'm trying to see things get up in my house. And that attitude ain't going to help me with that. Ah, glory to God. Hallelujah. It ain't, it ain't going to help me right there. I mean, how, how you going to be able to afford that? We ain't going to be talking all that broke talk around here and all this right there. That attitude ain't going to help my finances get better. You're going to go over there. You're going to pay your tithes. And I, and I ain't going to do all that. I ain't gonna do, we ain't going to do all that because you're going to have to put things in place, although they might have a position. How my time went up. Thank you all so much. Many times we think our resurrection would come with no pain. If I got a resurrection, my resurrection is my harvest. If I got a resurrection with no crucifixion, that's my sacrifice. If I did get a resurrection with no crucifixion, it would be out of order. The order is suffer, die, rise. Suffer, die, rise. How I think about my suffering creates the atmosphere for my rising. 
I don't have time to be complaining about what I'm going through. Can I give them this point? Is number three up there? Number three is not up there. Give them number three. Number three. Write it down real quick. My conversation about my resurrection should be consistent with confidence. My conversation about my resurrection should be consistent with confidence. Kev, can you give me some real soft, real soft? Amen. Pastor Stephen did such an awesome job Sunday. Pastor Dante did such an awesome job Sunday. I couldn't wait to get here today. Good preachers will make you do two things. It, it, good preachers will make another preacher either want to preach or sit down, one or the other. Jesus said, you're an offense to me. The way you're thinking is an offense unto me, Peter. The way you're thinking is getting in the way of my progress towards the resurre resurrection. My conversation about my resurrection should be consistent with confidence. My conversation. Come on, say it loud. My conversation. Hold on, hold on. First of all, oh, there should be conversation about you shaking back. There, there should be conversation. Y'all looking at me like that. Here we go again. All right. You should not spend your time talking about how bad it is. I won't even hang around people that only want to talk about my fall and not my shake back. I don't need people in my circle saying, I told you it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to work. Look at, look at you now. Looking stupid. I don't, I don't want people in my circle like that. I want people saying, it's going to be all right. You're going to shake back. Line up with what the words say. Do what the words say. And watch the word make you bounce back in this situation. I want people in my circle like that. Amen. Glory to God. That should be conversation about my shake back. I don't care what it is. My finances, my health, my ministry, my marriage, my mind, my kids. Should be talk about the shake back. Come on, somebody say talk about the shake back. We in Matthew 16 still, right? You didn't close your Bible, did you? Matthew 16, verse 21. Real quick, real quick. I got a few minutes. Can I borrow, borrow 10 minutes from somebody? Seven minutes, seven minutes. I got seven minutes from Pastor Tony. Everybody else free to go if you want to. Amen. Chapter 16, verse 21. Watch what it says. From that time forth, Jesus began to show his disciples how he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised again on the third day. He's walking with his disciples. He's walking with his disciples, Doc, and this is what he's doing. He's having conversation about his resurrection. But he can't talk about the resurrection if he don't talk about the suffering and the dying. So he's saying that I'm going to go here and all these religious leaders are going to gonna, gonna handle me bad. And I'm going to die. But I'm going to shake back on the third day. I'm going to rise. I'm going to rise from the dead. He has, somebody say he has that conversation. So go to chapter 17 real quick. Chapter 17. Chapter 17. You got to say I got it. Verse 20. Verse 20. Verse 20. Chapter 17, verse 20. Watch what it says. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Verse 21. Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. And while they abode in Galilee, Jesus said unto them, the Son of Man shall betray, be betrayed into the hands of men, and they shall kill him. And the third day, he shall be raised again. Now, in chapter 16, he's having a conversation with his disciples, and he's talking about his resurrection. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna turn on me. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna cause me to suffer. I'm going to die, but I'm going to rise again. He gets in chapter 17, and his conversation didn't change. I'm trying to tell you how to provoke things to get up in your life. You have to learn how to talk the same way in whatever chapter you find yourself in. I don't care which chapter I'm in. I could be in 16 or 17, but I'm saying the same stuff I was saying in 16. I don't get over here in 17 and my words change now. Got to be consistent with confidence. God going to bring me out. God going to bring me out. It's the next chapter. People still looking at you crazy. God going to bring me out. It's the responsibility of the kingdom to provide for the ambassador. Glory to God. 
My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. You've been saying that since the last chapter. Stick with me. I'm going to say it the rest of them then. I'm going to keep talking about the resurrection of it in whatever chapter I find myself in. Keep saying it. That's my word for you today. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. I need Don. Where you at, Don? Come here, Don. Come here. Come here. Pastor Robs, can you stand over here? This, this is my last illustration. Is this helping anybody? Yeah. You'll be the enemy. Don, stand right here in front of him. Just stand in front of him. Give him a firm push. Don't push him down, but give him a firm push to knock him off rock. This is your word. You got a word from church at church, and you went home and tried to apply it, and the enemy pushed you off of it. This is why you keep saying, come here, Jonathan. Come here, Terrence. Come here, Dexter. Come here. Come on, keep stepping up there, Don. You want to do what the words say, but the enemy keep pushing you. I want you to stand behind him and hold him up. Stand behind him and hold him up. Stand behind him and hold him up. Now, hold him there. Ain't no moving me no more. Why? I've now, with my words, began to build a momentum that the enemy can't handle. When Jesus kept saying, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get up, what he was doing, it was activating the Holy Ghost. That when it comes time for you to die and be buried, you have now built the momentum with your words of faith. Woo, Jesus, that's good to me. With your words of faith to hold up in this moment. Now, because Kevin back there, I would tell all of them to push in. It would push the devil out the way. But Kevin back there, so we ain't going to do that. <laughs> you want to get rid of the devil, devil build a moment. Give, give the Holy Ghost something to work with. <laughs> give him an atmosphere of faith with your words. Saying it one time ain't going to be able to hold up against it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Hold him up. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. And people, watch this, because everybody else don't see all of this, all of this heavenly support. All they see is you, and this is what they're saying. From way over here, they're looking at you saying, I wonder why he's still standing. How is he still going through this? How is still, she still going? I don't even know how. Because you don't see everything else behind me holding me up. Give God some praise. Give God some praise. Give him some praise. Give him something to work with. Give him an atmosphere of faith. Give him an atmosphere of faith. Come on, say he got up. And it was for me. Now go model this to the world. When they ask you, why are you smiling so much? It's like this, this, oh, what I'm wearing? I wear, <laughs> whoo, Jesus. I wear it well. What are you wearing, the resurrection? I wear it well. Amen. <laughs> I went, you saw how Jonathan was walking and everything? Yeah. Oh, R&B song. <laughs> I wear it well. Look at somebody and say it look good on you. Hey, man, come on, look at him and say it. Say it look good on you. Now, whoever said it to you, ask them, say what? Shout back res the resurrection. It look good on you. Healing look good on you. Deliverance look good on you. Salvation look good on you. Justification look good on you. Righteousness look good on you. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. Speaking of tongues and everything else, it look good on you. Now model it. 